Hello, and welcome to the Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Shana Recker, and today's episode is a little bit special because I want to share something with you that I have been working through over the past couple of weeks, and it really does have to do with business and entrepreneurship, and on and, and it does have to do with that, but it also has to do with mental health. And, um, I've talked a little bit about mental health throughout this podcast. I've done a lot of personal development and been sharing that journey with you guys along the way, but this episode is a little bit different, uh, as it has to do with my basically coming to terms with the fact that I have ADHD and it's something that I'm, I'm definitely going to share with you guys on this podcast because I do believe that there are a lot of uh, I'm going to say women. I, I believe there's probably a lot of people who do have ADHD, but I feel like um, from what I've learned about ADHD and diagnosing ADHD, there's a lot of females who we got kind of missed back in the 70s, 80s, 60s, 70s, 80s, um, because it wasn't something that was typical for girls. It was more something that uh, ADD and ADHD was something that they uh, basically saw in boys more often. And um but I believe that there was a lot of females who had it as well, but we just kind of flew under the radar. And, uh, definitely that was me for sure. And so I want to share about this because, uh, I've been sharing about this on my Instagram a little bit about the journey that I'm going through coming to terms with this, um, and, and what I'm doing about it and kind of how I'm maneuvering it. But, um, I thought it would be great to do a podcast on this as well. Cause not all of you guys are following me on Instagram and I do think it's something that really needs to be talked about. And since sharing it on my Instagram, I've had a lot of messages coming in from those of you guys who follow me, who can relate to a lot of the things that I'm sharing, uh, either know somebody or just, um, you know, just, yeah, like I said, can relate. And so, um, and I've been getting a lot of questions too. So I thought I would answer some of those questions, share a bit of the story and my journey with this, uh, in hopes to help somebody who may be struggling the way that I was, but didn't realize why I was struggling. And, uh, and then some of the things that I've tried and what I'm currently doing about, uh, having ADHD. And I will say that, you know, I hate, I hate the feeling of like saying like, I have this. It's like, like it's something that is wrong with me. Um, I don't, don't like to use that. And I don't like to feel that way because it's, I don't think there's anything wrong with me. I just think that I'm different than somebody else's, the way that somebody else's brain works. And, um, and that's, I really feel strongly about that because there are some things that having ADHD or having my brain work the way that it does, um, that have really helped me in my life and in my business, um, that, that other people don't have. <laughs> so, you know, I don't think it's, it's good or bad. Uh, I don't think it's right or wrong. I, I just think it is, it just is. And so, um, for those of us who do think, uh, I, I mean, there's terms for it. I think it was like neurodivergent or neuro, there's like different, different forms for it, but I'm just going to say, I'm just going to call it what it is. Those of us who do have ADHD, um, you know, we just work differently and we think differently and some of it serves us and some of it doesn't. And so let's just start with where this all started for me. And, you know, growing up as a kid, I've always been sort of, um, active and, uh, my nickname was Motormouth, So I talked a lot. I was, you know, my mom actually, after discussing the fact that I 
you know, now realize that ADHD is, is definitely something that I struggle with or that I have. Um, she started remembering things from my childhood where she was like, oh gosh, that's why the teachers, you know, would call and have me work with you on getting you to slow down when you're talking and things, because, you know, you were always known to talk fast and do things fast and, and miss things and, and stuff like that. So, um, it's interesting between my mom and I, you know, we're connecting the dots on a lot of things that I have done and the way that I've, um, the way that I've been or the way that I've handled things. And we're connecting those dots to the fact that it's just because my brain works differently. And I didn't see those things or I didn't know those things. And she didn't know back then either that there was something uh, maybe more going on. And she just thought it was just the way that I was, which is true. It is just the way that I am, but she didn't realize that there was a reason for it. And so it, that's been interesting going back and looking and thinking about some of the things. And it's been interesting in, in a way that it's explained a lot of things for me, but it's also been interesting because, um, it's also made me a little bit feel a little bit, you know, I used the word sad before when I shared this, but, you know, realizing that some of the ways that I've done things may not have been the best, but I, I couldn't see it, or I didn't know it. Um, some of the decisions and choices that I've made, in my life and in my business may have been impulsive and, you know, because of those reasons. Um, so, and, and I've, and I'm connecting those dots because I'm doing research and I'm learning more about, you know, some of the typical, uh, signs that someone who has ADHD those typical signs that they would have. And so how this all started for me was, um, you know, like I said, always knowing that I was, you know, thought, thought a bit differently, but then we, my husband and I both follow, uh, Shailene Johnson. If you're not familiar with Shailene Johnson, she's a influencer, Instagram influencer, a business, uh, mogul. She's, you know, uh, just very well known in the entrepreneur world in the fitness world. And, um, she's also a huge advocate for ADHD because she struggles with ADHD herself or has ADHD herself. And, she would talk a lot about ADHD and some of the things that she was experiencing and some of her tendencies and some of the, you know, unique ways that she does things and how she maneuvers it and stuff. And my husband and I both would follow her and Jason would send me things from her account and be like, does this look familiar? <laughs> you know, does this, you know, do, do you, do you relate to this kind of thing? And cause he was seeing a lot of me in what she was sharing and I was always kind of like laughing going, yeah, you know, like that's, that's me, you know, that's the way my brain works kind of thing. And, um, and then it was kind of got to the point where I was like, you know, maybe I should really look into this, you know, maybe cause it, you know, here's the thing, if there is something out there that can help me, you know, slow my brain down enough to be able to, you know, maybe do the things that I do in life better business, you know, stuff, home stuff, family stuff, whatever. If there's a way that, that, you know, that, that can help me that, you know, I'm open to, to things. So I had a, a do- an appointment with my doctor. Here's the thing though. There's no like test blood test or, you know, any kind of sort of physical test that you do that says, yay, yes, you are, or no, you're not. Um, the testing that they do is basically like a questionnaire you fill out. And it's, if you are more to one side than the other, then basically they say, yeah, you most likely have ADHD. So after doing that test, of course, the answers were more on the side of yes. And he, you know, he said, you know, we talked and he said, you know, there are things you can do. There's medications and things you can try. Um, he goes, it may work for you. It may not. Um, you know, I'm 47 years old. I've been doing this for 47 years. I've been doing things this way for 47 years. 
you know, you may not, you may not want to change, or you may just want to, you know, kind of look at some of the things in your life and see if there's anything that, you know, that you recognize that maybe needs to, you know, be thought about and looked at kind of thing. So we started with medication and he gave me two weeks supply of a drug called Concerta. And I got, I got the drug, I brought it home and I started to do some research on it on my own. And after doing the research, I, was scared to death <laughs> to take it. There was just so many things, so many things online. I mean, Google is not, not a great place to search f- for information from that. Cause you find things from all over the internet. And so to be honest, I was just like, you know what, forget it. I'm not doing this because I don't, I don't, I don't need to change. This is fine. It's not worth the, the side effects. And I put it away. I just put the pills away and I was like, forget it. And <clears throat> to be honest, I just kind of forgot about it for a while. And then I actually, what triggered me to look back into the medication was uh, a friend of Jason's. His name is Wes, the barber. He's like a TikTok sensation. He's amazing. Um, I'll tag him down in the show notes, but he did a TikTok video about his experience with ADHD and the fact that he was now taking Concerta and how great it was for him and how he was feeling amazing. And so that sparked me to, um, talk to him and ask him some questions about it because I knew that I had that drug in my cupboard and, you know, if there was a potential that this could, this could help me, uh, and you know, then I would be open to it. So after having some conversations with him, I decided to, to give it a go. And I had decided on like a Friday that I was going to start on the Monday. So that gave me two full days to literally go into a Google rabbit hole of searching about the drug and finding what I was looking for was I wanted real people's experience with it. I wanted to hear from somebody firsthand who had taken this medication and, you know, to see what their experience was. And I did find, you know, there was lots of stuff online, but I found some YouTube videos uh, of some people who had used the drug and were documenting their, their, their time on it. And that was very helpful for me because they were real people who were like sharing their experience as they were doing it. And it, you know, they were fine, like nothing crazy happened and, and all that kind of stuff. So it helped to between Wes and watching those videos, it helped to ease my mind a bit in, in going forth and trying the medication. And so on the Monday morning I got up and I was super nervous to take it. Cause I was like, once I swallow this, like I can't go back. Like, what if this, like, I don't know, like, wh- I don't know what's going to happen. And, uh, and so I was a little bit nervous, but I, I just did it. And I will say that day that I took that first med- piece of medication, I definitely felt it. I definitely noticed it. My everything kind of felt differently. I, if it was the first day was kind of weird, which was, you know, I guess to be expected when you take a medication that actually, you know, increases the dopamine. And there's one other thing it increases in your brain and it stops your in other things from eating up the dopamine. So you have more dopamine so you can focus on all this stuff. There's like, there was a lot of things going on in my brain on that day and that it wasn't used to. So I could feel it. Um, you know, there was, I was like kind of had sweaty palms. Like I could feel it in my body, which I didn't necessarily love, but I figured there would be some sort of reaction of that sort. But the other thing I noticed is that everything seemed to slow down. Like my conversations that I had were slower. Um, I, I, I definitely, I can't say that I would, 
I was more focused because I, I don't know that I was, I didn't, it's not something that really stood out to me, but I did feel calmer in general, which is, um, you know, I did a live on that Monday. Uh, I did an Instagram live with, um, with someone and I am normally like kind of heart racing, a little bit nervous, got my you know notes in front of me, kind of like jittery before I go live to do something. And that day I had my notes, I went live and I didn't feel any of that. I just went live and did my thing and it was fine. Like I was great. I, ta- I spoke and everything. And I feel like I spoke slower and, um, more thought through, you know, cause me before medication was, and I'm not on it today. I will say in this podcast interview right now, I did not take any medication this morning, but it's only one day past me actually taking the medication. So I'm not exactly sure what's happening in my brain right now, but, um, typical me would be move. My mouth is moving really fast. It's almost like my mouth moves faster than my brain. So sometimes my words get jumbled or I lose my train of thought because like my brain's thinking about four things at once while I'm talking and that trips me up. <laughs> so that day I did notice that I was very focused. I, I guess I, I was focused on one train of thought at a time, which was kind of interesting. Um, and then I took it for three days that week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I was, uh, it got a little bit better each day. And then I took Thursday, Friday, and I took the weekend T- Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I took off and, um, and because I just wanted to see what that was like too, cause I've been told that you can take breaks from this. You can take like the weekends off kind of thing. However, I do noticed, I did notice the day I took it off. I did feel a little bit kind of headachey and a little bit funky. So, um, it's not like you just don't take it the next day and you totally feel fine. You do notice the effects of not taking it. So, um, I didn't love that. I thought it was going to be easier to just not take it. And then I would just be able to take it a couple days a week and then not on weekends kind of thing, but it didn't really work that way for me. Um, however, on the Sunday, I decided I was going to take my medication for a full week straight. So Sunday, I took it from Sunday to actually Monday. So it ended up being nine days and I had a doctor's appointment on that Monday. So during that week, um, I noticed not as much of the jitteriness that I had the week before. So it was obviously starting to sort of settle in my system a bit. Um, but I also didn't, I wasn't really noticing that much focus. Now my doctor did say that my dose was lower and that I could potentially go higher in dose, uh, if I wanted to. But I think the biggest thing with that medication is I, I could feel, I felt like I was different and I didn't like that. It, it, to describe it was like, I just felt kind of dull And so everything slowed down, which was good, but I felt like there was like a little spark, my little spark that I've had for 47 years wasn't there. And I actually kind of, I I did not kind of, I actually withdrew from Instagram and social media and showing up in my business because it was a lot to process. Like, this is the thing, you know, when we're doing something like this, trying new medications, it's not like I'm physically doing a lot of things. It's not like I'm physically like, you know, doing things that's keeping me from doing my work, but I'm thinking about a lot of things. I'm feeling a lot of things. There's a lot of emotional things that are going on in that time, which pile up and trying to do all of that. Plus, you know, be a mother, plus be a wife, plus 
run a business plus all of these things, like it just felt like a lot. So what needed to happen in my time for this time for me was I needed to kind of retract a little bit from showing up in my business because I needed time to sort of process all of this stuff. And so I gave myself those two weeks while I was experimenting with this to kind of retreat a little bit from putting myself out there because I really, to be honest, was like, I didn't know what to say. Cause there was, I was feeling a lot of different things. And, um, so I just, I just, I didn't put any pressure on myself to show up. And I, and I think that that's so important to say like side note here. And I did do a post and a, and I did a reel on this as well. <clears throat> Excuse me about, you know, as entrepreneurs, you know, obviously it's part of our, our job, uh, to show up on social media, to share, to, to be present and to be top of mind for people and to give value and all of those things. But when you're struggling with physical and mental health issues, it can be hard to do that stuff because we are thinking about a lot of things. We are processing a lot of things and And I think we feel this sort of need or should when it comes to showing up online, even when we're going through those things and, you know, here's your permission slip to, to not do those things. Like I, I couldn't, I just didn't want to, I literally physically didn't want to, I could feel it in my core. I was like, I don't want to show up because I don't even know how I feel right now. And I'm not even sure what I would say, and it's not going to be serving anyone. So I'm better just to step back while I'm figuring this shit out and not do anything. And eventually I showed up and shared a little bit about what I was doing and, and, um, why I was being kind of quiet on social media. But what I want you to know is that that's okay. Like your health always comes first. And that's what I posted about was just when you're going through something, even if you're not physically doing a lot of things and you're like not physically busy, um, but you're dealing with a lot of things emotionally and, um, mentally, that that's going to take time for you to, to process. And it's going to take your energy and, and, and you may have to let go of a few things while you're processing that, including showing up on social media, right? Your business will still be there when you come back. And that's what I noticed even just in this past two weeks is the few times that I did show up. Um, everybody was so great. I had lots of great comments and people just saying that they were, you know, um, there for me and that they were, you know, they just lots of really nice, um, and, and like really nice things. So, um, your business will still be there when you get back. So anyway, so I shared a few things on social media and, um, I finally, after the nine days of taking the medication straight, um, just realized like, I just don't think it's, I just didn't think it was right for me. Cause I just, there was, I didn't consistently feel every day was kind of different. And I didn't love that. I was noticing that I would get really low, low in the afternoons. I was having a bit of trouble sleeping. Um, and it just wasn't, I just wasn't noticing enough positive, uh, impact to make the, uh, to make the side effects worth it. And when I met with my doctor, um, to review all of the things he said, usually when people find a medication that works for them, they know it right away. And it's like a, it's like, it's not a gray area. It's a, yes, this works and I can feel it and it's good. Or it's like, no, this isn't working. I don't feel it. It's not good. And so for me, I was definitely more on the no, This doesn't feel good. I'm not, I'm not loving this. So, cause I just didn't feel like myself. 
you know, even when I was doing, um, my art, I've been painting in the last little while. And when I'm painting like part of what makes my age ADHD, a superpower is I can like move colors around and do things really fast. And, and, and there's like this way of doing things that I really love and I can feel it. But when I was on the medication, it was a lot harder for me to do that. And I could see it in the artwork that I was creating during that time. It just wasn't happening as easily and it wasn't flowing as easily. And so, um, you know, there's definitely some things and I'll talk about some of those, um, benefits and negatives here in a second, but definitely, um, after nine days straight, I could tell this wasn't for me. And, um, so I decided to take a break from all medications and I'm just going to go back to being, non-medicated and, um, work with it in a different way. And so that brings me to the next part, which, you know, after having the medication, I realized that I could see because I, one, I was doing the research two I could, you know, notice the difference in my brain, but three, I started to really think about and look at sort of my life and the way that I've done things in my business and the way that I've done things. And like I said, started to connect some dots. And that was actually, like I say, quite eye-opening, a little bit sad, a little bit sort of um, revealing as to why things in my business specifically have worked the way they have, you know, or have not worked out. Um, and, And I'm not blaming anything. Like these are choices that I've made, things that I've done. But the reason I've made some of these choices is because I wasn't thinking with a fully functioning neurotypical brain, if that makes sense. So um, some of the things that that ADHD uh, brains, there are some typical signs that most people uh, with ADHD would, would have, and not everyone, not everyone's symptoms are the same. Not everyone has all the same symptoms. And it's not like it's hyperactive. I'm not somebody who's like super hyperactive and all over the place. Um, but there are some other things that, you know, for me, it was like impulsive decisions. I made a lot of impulsive decisions in my business and a lot of, a lot of those impulsive decisions looking back now, I'm like, Oh yeah, that didn't serve me well. Um, you know, making decisions to, you know, purchase things for my business or making things, decisions to do things in my business, making decisions to change things in my business. Um, I could see how the way that I was looking at those things, I maybe wasn't processing the information the way that somebody who has a neurotypical brain would. And so my brain sees it differently and I made different choices. And that is, like I say, you know, it, it's like, I've said, you know, I'm a hard worker and I do the best job that I can. I'm passionate about what I do. I know I'm really good at what I do, but the way that I've done my execution isn't always been the best. The way that I've, um, done things isn't always served me. And that's, that's a little bit of a hard, no pun intended pill to swallow because, when you've put so much time and effort into something that you love and realize that the time and effort you've put in is actually like taking two steps forward and one step backwards, it's frustrating. It's really frustrating. And it it does make me sad because, you know, I just think there are opportunities that I've probably missed because of the way that my brain processes things. There are relationships that I've probably 
maybe, uh, stepped away from too soon, like friendships. Um, there's people in my life that I just, you know, felt it wasn't working. So I would just kind of move on, um, because I would think of things in a certain way. Uh, one of the things that people with ADHD tip is a typical thing. Not everyone does this, but, um, there's something called rejection sensitivity, which once I learned about it and could see what it was, I connected a whole bunch of dots in my life where I felt that, um, sensitive to rejection and would go into a rabbit hole with like the feelings around it and, and stuff and, and would take things really hard. And, you know, I, I made changes in my life because I took things, you know, so, so hard. And I'd be like, well, I had, this has to change. I can't, I can't have this, you know, where, somebody who is neurotypical might not see it as bad or see it that same way and not make the same kind of decisions. So I hope that that's clear, but that that's the kind of stuff that's been coming up for me as I have been working through knowing that this is something that I have and, um, you know, seeing that in the past. So the good news is that when you see something now you can change it. If you didn't see it before, you didn't, you, you didn't know, right? So you didn't know, you don't know what you don't know. Now that I know, you know, I can put systems and things in place to help me, you know, make better choices. So taking more time before making decisions, uh, realizing that, you know, everything that just because my brain tells me I need to have something doesn't necessarily mean it's true, you know, to work that out through with my husband or somebody to make sure it's the right choice. Um, you know, and so things like that, there's just things like that, that now I can, can work through. So whether I end up finding a medication or not, the simple fact of knowing and understanding and recognizing the things in me that, uh, are ADHD related, I can create tools and systems and put things in place to help with those things in the future. Now on the flip side with my ADHD, I, there's a lot of things that it it really does help me with. You know, I have a very fast moving brain. I can think through problems quickly. I'm very creative when it comes to coming up with ideas. I see things uh, visually in my mind, like very clearly. And, you know, within a matter of minutes, seconds of somebody, you know, sharing a problem, my brain's already working on the solution. I am, uh, yeah, it's like, those are things that have really served me in my business. Obviously the creativity side with my art has also been something that's really, you know, I really enjoy and, uh, is something that I wouldn't ever want to dull down. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of also positive things that it brings to my world and into my business. And I I wouldn't change those things for, for anything because, you know, the fact that I can create things quickly, I work really fast. Um, you know, sometimes that trips me up because I might miss a thing or two, but I usually, I usually don't make mistakes multiple times in a row. It's like, I only need to make a mistake once, maybe twice before I don't make it again. Um, because I pick up on things quickly, you know, and that's something that is because of my brain, the way that it is, it is, um, it, it has that fast, that fast pace. Um, so, you know, there's positives and negatives and, you know, if I can find a medication that helps me with more of the negatives and still 
keeps the positives, you know, I'm super open to that. I'm not uh, against any kind of medication. It's just finding the right one. And that was something my doctor said that, you know, this is something that you have, it's a, it's a trial and error kind of thing. Not, it's not a one size fits all. Um, there's not a one size fits all medication because not everybody's ADHD is the same. So you have to kind of work through and figure out what's best for you. So, um, and I wanted to share all of this because, I think that there's a lot of female entrepreneurs because I, I, I do believe, uh, and, and this is a proven fact and I don't have the fact in front of me, so I can't say where it is, but a lot of ADHD, uh, people have people who have ADHD brains are typically, or are a lot of them are entrepreneurs. Um, we have entrepreneurial minds. We are, like I say, creative and fast thinkers. And a lot of us do, we thrive in something where we get to be creative and create. Um, so as entrepreneurs, that's something that we get to do. And, uh, so a lot of times people who have ADHD style brains are entrepreneurs. And I know that there's a lot of entrepreneurs who listen to this podcast, a lot of female entrepreneurs who most likely like me are undiagnosed, uh, and maybe there are things that you have going on in your business, in your life that you don't realize are uh, a result of, you know, thinking with an ADHD style brain. Um, the other thing that I, I had read and is part of my world is that, you know, ADHD are typically not great with finances, with bookkeeping. Um, we tend to get ourselves into debt easily. And those are all things that I've experienced in my, in my life. So, you know, it's like, it's kind of like when you start connecting the dots, you just kind of go, yep, this is, this is what I'm dealing with. And, you know, I take full responsibility for all of the things. Uh, but now that I can see that it is because of the way that I think and the way that I process and the way that I emotionalize things, now I get to, you know, do something about it, whether it's like I said, medication or systems or, uh, a combination of both. Um, and I'm ready, like I'm ready to, to deal with it and make sure that I am doing what I can to, uh, utilize the pieces of my brain, you know, for the good and, uh, help put things into place for the things that aren't serving me. And so I wanted to share this because if you've been struggling with some of these things, or maybe you notice some things in your life or in your business, and you're not sure why it's happening and, you know, potentially this could be something to look into. Um, always of course, talk with your doctor. This is not medical advice. I'm not sharing this as a, as an answer for anyone or anything anybody should or shouldn't do. Uh, this is just my personal journey on this topic and what I've chosen to do, uh, in my, in my life and where I'm experimenting and trying to figure out what's the right thing for me. Uh, you have to do that for you. And for me, it started with a call with my doctor and I will look into naturopathic ways as well. I haven't gone down that road yet. Um, but that's something in my future. And, um, I'm excited to learn more and share more about this as I go, because I do think this is something that does need to be talked about more. Um, it's not just the way you are. It, it, there is actual, uh, psychological, mental, uh, physical reasons why you've maybe done things or for me, why I've done things the way that I have. And I'm, I'm willing to, to look into seeing how I can be better. And that's the end of the day. That's, that's really all I'm trying to do is just be better for myself, for my clients, for my family, for my husband, for my, for my life. And, um, and so, yeah, my kids too. I hope I said my kids. Yeah. My family. 
I did say my family. Um, but um, anyway, so this is what I wanted to share. Um, so I, you, you probably noticed there hasn't been a lot of podcasts in the last couple of weeks and that's why. And, um, but things are still moving and shaking over here in my world. We've got lots of fun things coming up. We've got the client attractors in full swing. Um, you know, we've got, our programs are still running. I'm still coaching my clients. I still love, um, all of that stuff. And in fact, I, I do believe my ADHD has served me on the coaching side of things because I do problem solve quickly and I do have creative solutions to things. And, um, I know that that comes through when I'm coaching my clients. So that's something that I would never want to dull because, uh, it is, I would say a superpower. And I know that my clients get to benefit from that. So trying to find the solution that allows the superpowers to still come through, but yet, um, helps to maybe, uh, work with some of the things that don't serve me all the time. So, there you have it, you guys. If you have any questions about this at all, um, you know, I'm on Instagram at quantum leap queen. I've been sharing a little bit on there. Um, feel free to message me there. If you, um, if you have anything that you want to share, or if you've been, you know, in this situation, or if you're resonating with anything I've said, uh, I always love to hear from you. So that's it for me. I hope you have an amazing day and more to come. And until then have an awesome day. Talk to you soon. Bye for now.